from the folks at No One Asked Us. It's an Illini basketball post-game show. He's Craig Schott. I'm Logan Lee, uh, coming to you after the rather surprise outcome uh, Tuesday night in Champaign, Illinois, taking down Michigan State 56-55. Don't forget, give us a follow uh, on all of our social media. Uh, No one asked us pod at Craig W. Choate at the Logan Lee. Uh, Shoot us an email if you have any questions, comments, things you want to chat about. And uh, as always, like like these videos if you're on YouTube. That'd be awesome. Uh, Subscribe, share, comment, all of those, all of those things. Uh, Yes, this is a surprise outcome, I think, for for both of us and probably for a lot of people. We went into this game uh, not sure the status of either Kofi Coburn Coburn or Andre Curbelo. Found out shortly before tip that neither of them were going to play. Kofi still seems to be suffering from the concussion issues he suffered during the Purdue game. And according to a tweet that Curbelo sent out, sounds like he is in the health and safety protocol. Doesn't know, don't know if that means he has COVID or what, but uh, something along those lines. So uh, Illinois came into this game without either of those two players facing a Michigan state team who came into the game ranked number 10th in the country, number 10 in the country and uh, alone at, at the top of the big 10 standings and Illinois controlled this game nearly the entire time. Uh, the, the first half, I think it was a 14 point lead at halftime, something along those lines, something like that. Uh, and then they just kind of, they kind of gave it up a little bit in the second half. And as we talked about, I, you probably need to talk at this point. I've been talking for a while. You have a tendency to do this to me too. So uh, <laughs> totally fair. Um, but yes, that's, that's what happened. Uh, Illinois takes down Michigan state in Champaign 56, 55, um, to now have a share at least right now of the, the lead in the conference. So Craig, let's get your thoughts. How's morale. As I, as I asked the question during our live stream that we just got off of, how you feeling? Give me your thoughts. Uh, now that the buzzers have hit zero, I feel excellent. <laughs> um, I said during the live stream and when they got the lead and in the second half, when, when Michigan state was making their comeback, I said, this is a, I forgot the word that I used, but this was a pivotal game of the season. Yeah, uh, You're coming off a loss at Maryland against a, let's be honest, a bad Maryland team yep. that you should have won. So you're coming off of that loss where you, you got the doors blown off. You lost by 16 points. It wasn't like you, you weren't even in that game at the end of the game. Um, so you're coming off of that, which you didn't have Kofi Coburn. And Andre Cabrillo wasn't 100%. And you come in and you're hosting the number 10 team in the country who's coming off of a huge road win at Wisconsin last week. And then pregame, you find out that Coburn and or Curbelo, both of them, are not going to be playing. So this is one of those games that would impact more than one game, I feel like. Because if Illinois loses this game, you compound that with the Maryland loss. Now you're going on the road at Northwestern, a game you're that means a lot more than it should because you're on a two-game losing streak and you've been without your big man for two games in a row. If you lose this game, that game becomes this, that much more important. If you win this game, season-defining win to this point, best win of the season to this point, Without your two best players, who Illinois has been without for 16 of their now 
38 games. And there was another point I was going to make, and I completely lost it. I was going good there, <laughs> and then I lost, lost my train of thought. Long story short, this is a game that impacted more than just tonight. And getting a win without your two best players and battling, just battling. Because this, like I said at the end of the, the, um, the stream, it was not a pretty game. It was not a pretty basketball game. We've seen a lot better basketball games this season. So to come out and get a win means wonders to this team. Biggest win of the season to this to date, and we've said it multiple times. Uh, this was this is the first marquee win Illinois has this season. Something that I and both of us really, but I stressed a lot uh, the last few weeks. Um, they they just haven't had it. Um, they had their chances against Arizona and Purdue, um, weren't able to pull off either of those. This is a big win. This is a the Tate Michigan State, as you mentioned, just came off a big win of their own. We're ranked tenth in the country at the top of the Big Ten. Uh, and Illinois takes them down without their two best players. So this is absolutely a marquee victory for this team. Um, Illinois now improves to seven and two in the conference. Um, as of right now is at the very top of the conference alone, Michigan State and Wisconsin are both six and two. So they have a half game lead on both of those two, two schools. Um, but yeah, it's huge. That, that that's, that's the win that you needed um, to kind of propel yourself forward. Um We'll kind of go through some of the stats a little bit, um, individual stuff at least. Trent Frazier uh, led the way for Illinois, led all scorers, I believe, had 16 points, uh, hit eight in a row early on in the game. Yeah. Um, got Really got the offense going and then kind of went silent for a long time. Um, he didn't really do much until the end, uh, but he finished with 16. Uh, Alfonso Plummer had 11. And then after that, it was just kind of uh, – bits and pieces from other people. Luke Goody finished with nine. Bossman's for Donk finished with eight. Uh, Omar Payne finished with seven. So nice 13 points um, out of those two or 15 points, 13 points. I don't know. Math is hard. Uh, 15 points out of those two. Um, 16. That's something, 16 points, whatever. No, it's not. It's 15. Not, who are you talking eight, about? Eight and seven. Oh, I thought you were, points. I thought you were talking about Goody and Payne, the bench. No. No, okay. I was talking about I was talking about okay. uh, for Donkin Payne. Okay, um, but yeah, so Grandison finished with five as well. He has not done much from the scoring side. Yeah. Monte Williams doesn't provide anything on the offensive end. Um, he didn't didn't even score tonight. But either way, Illinois comes out of this with a victory. Um, they led thirty four to twenty at the end of the first half. We were pleasantly surprised uh, at this point. Neither of us expected much of anything from this game in fact we said it before, as we were starting the live stream that we was we weren't even sure if we were going to finish it if this game got ugly just <laughs> yeah. because of the situation yeah. of who <laughs> illinois had in the game and yeah. come to find out they they took a pretty commanding lead now uh they did get outscored pretty good in the second half um 35 22 michigan state outscored them um but credit that lead they had in the first half though man that that really held on uh, they were, that's, I mean, that's, that was the difference. Um, Michigan yep. state never led. I don't think in this game, am I right? Am I wrong? No, or maybe, maybe very early. Their last lead was seven to four. Yeah. That's the only time they led in this game. They led so five to nothing. They, and then Illinois. Yeah. They led five, they nothing inch, and then seven to four. And then that was it. They inched their way back 
Um, they, they finally start hitting shots, which is what you said at halftime, but yep. eventually they were going to start hitting shots because they, they weren't doing that in the first half. Um, they, they just weren't doing much of anything offensively. So they finally did get going. Um, but unfortunately for them and fortunately for Illinois, it wasn't enough um, to yep. get past the Illini tonight. So uh, big win for Illinois at home in Champaign uh, to now sit at the top of the big 10 standings all by themselves uh, yep. and to do it without Coburn and Curbelo um, is a much is a very nice added bonus. Um, yep. <clears throat> any other thoughts from this game uh, that you want to, that you want to highlight? you want any bright spots you want to talk about play of um, anybody in particular? Not really. Just some more additional thoughts to our opening statements here. Uh, Out-rebounded by 14, 41 to 27, which anytime you don't have your 7-foot, 290-pound man in the middle, it's going to be tough to out-rebound anybody. But Illinois out-rebounded. There was a couple other stats that stuck out to me. Uh, Free throws. The the turnover thing we talked about at one point, too. Yeah, it kind of it kind of evened out. Uh, it, it ended up being eleven to seven. Michigan State had eleven. Illinois had seven turnovers. Um, the free throws. Illinois only made three free throws. They were three of seven. Michigan State was fourteen of seventeen. And Trent Fraser had a chance to nearly ice the game with six seconds left or seven seconds left, and he missed the front end of the one and one. Yeah. Um, and then Illinois escaped because they fouled with point two seconds left to end the game and, and Michigan state luckily missed the first one. And then for some reason made the second, um, I'm just, I just have the, the game stats pulled up from the Illini Illinois last field goal. Do you remember Illinois last field goal of the game? Uh, no, I couldn't tell you what it was. It was that boss man's for donk layup. Off of the screen, wow! Trent found him with six minutes and thirteen seconds left in the game. Yeah, they didn't make a field goal the last six went, thirteen. That offense went dark. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was rough. As happy as we are with the win, we can't gloss over that fact. Nope. That this offense just completely disappears for stretches of time. And that is going to be a downfall if they don't get it figured out. Yep. Because if you get into March in the second round and you're a you're a five seed facing a four seed or a six seed facing a three seed, and you go six minutes without scoring, you're going to be down by fifteen. Yeah. So not all positive, that. not all no. roses. Oh, here. certainly not. No, but at the end of the day, a win is a win. And that's that's what they needed. Yes. You hope. Hopefully you get your two, you get Curbelo and or Kobe back very soon. Um, still waiting to see this team healthy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we haven't really seen it yet all season and uh, I'm not sure when we will, um, but uh, we'd definitely like to see that. Um, yeah. You mentioned the, we briefly mentioned the bench. I mean, they did, they went nine deep today, but that was really only because uh, they had some foul trouble um brandon lieb got some minutes but other than that i mean it's they're just going that eight deep hawkins Payne, and and goody were the only people that only guys that came off the bench um yeah i I like this team and i think that this team is certainly capable of doing some things i still don't have a ton of confidence 
I keep seeing them pop up and different people's picks as a final four contender and all these things. And I'm like, I, I love it. You can't I make those. The, I mean, we don't know what this team is. We no, are we 19 don't. games in this season and we don't know what Illinois is because the first, the first three were without Kofi. Then you had Kofi and Curbelo for the, was it Cincinnati? It wasn't a healthy Curbelo. Cincinnati and Kansas State both, right? Let's just, they, let's just they both played there. But briefly. Yeah, <laughs> briefly. He wasn't healthy, but though. But then, then Curbelo misses 11, and he comes back for Purdue. But I think I saw a stat that they were only on the court for like a minute and a half together because Kofi yeah. got in foul trouble. And then Kofi misses the uh, Maryland game, and Curbelo is sick for that game, so he only plays 14. Yeah. Now they both – we just – we don't know what Illinois is yet. So for them to be in the rankings right now, for them to be leading the Big Ten at seven and two, when your two best players have only been on the court for maybe one full game, if you combine their minutes together, yeah, it's it's amazing. It is yeah. honestly amazing that it's we're incredible. talking about it in this aspect when the best big in the country has missed five games now, and the sixth man of the year last year in the big 10 has missed 12 games now. Yeah. It's not ideal, but they're certainly playing through the adversity and surprising a lot of people. So we'll see. Um, still got a tough road ahead of them. Let's look ahead now um, to their schedule coming up here. Uh, Northwestern is the next one that is on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, as we mentioned, that's a game that uh, you, you, you should win. You go to Northwestern. Uh, if you get Kofi and or Curbelo back, I think you're, you think you're pretty set, but uh, we also said they should have beat Maryland on the road on Friday yeah. too. So I'm not ready to, to count anything um, in the big 10. I've already said it once. I think the big 10 is an absolute bloodbath and anybody can lose on any given night. And that was true tonight for Michigan state. So uh, Illinois goes to Northwestern on Saturday and then another big one, at home next Wednesday, that's the 2nd of February, against Wisconsin, uh, who is also a, a top team in the conference. When so is that? Wednesday? That is Wednesday night. Uh, that's a that's a BTN game. Uh, good for you, BTN. Um, for us Eastern people, that's a 9 o'clock start. So uh, so that's the next two games. You go to at Northwestern. The next four games are at Northwestern, home against Wisconsin, at Indiana and at Purdue. So three out of four. Very glad you tough. got your win today. <laughs> yeah. it, it could be tough. It could be tough. Yeah. Uh, all right. Big 10 standings right now. We talked about Illinois sits at the top of the conference after tonight. Uh, there's one other game going on right now. Maryland and Rutgers are in the second half. Um, Maryland has a, a good lead on them. I imagine they'll hold on to that, but who knows? Um, but that really doesn't have much to have much of uh effect on the top of the standings but yeah illinois sits there seven and two uh michigan state and wisconsin are both behind them at six and two and ohio state is five and two in the conference uh anything else any other notes before does we the, this does thing the shooting no? concern you it's streaky man i grandison I, was two for nine from or one for seven from three Trent was two of 10 from three. Plummer was three of seven from three. I don't, I'm at this weird place with this team that 
I don't know that anything necessarily concerns me, but I'm also not super confident in anything. I think I'm just, I, I don't know. I never know what team you're going to get when, when they're out there. I yeah. don't know who's going to be healthy. I don't know. Don't know who's going to be clicking. Grandison has been a no show for yeah. weeks now. I mean, he was, he caught fire. I mean, he was, I mean, we were having discussions about him being an all conference kind of player. And then he has just gone cold. Um, plumbers hit or miss Trent. I mean, Trent's carrying this team and he has been for a while, even when Kofi's out there, the Kofi hasn't been the same since the COVID pause. So I never know what team, what this team's going to look like on any given particular night. So does the shooting worry me? Yeah, because this team needs to be shooting in order for them to really succeed. Um, But they're also streaky and they can, they can catch fire and they could win a game with their shooting and they can lose a game with their shooting. So there was a four game stretch from December 3rd to December 17th against Rutgers at Iowa against Arizona and against St. Francis. Jacob Grandison went 16, 21, 14, 18. He went two of five from three, four of nine from three, four of nine from three, four of six from three. He went three of five in the Bragging Rights game for nine points. That was all his points. Since then, he did he did have a two for two game at Minnesota. Since then, one for five, two for six, two for five, two for five, two for five, one for seven. So not as bad as I thought. Honestly, but he's still shooting 44% for the year. Yeah. But still, You'd at like that to point, get more out of him. He, was, he was averaging 13.2 points after that St. Francis game. That's down to 11.2. He's only scored in double figures three times since St. Francis 11 against Minnesota, 12 at Nebraska, 14 at Maryland. Yeah. I, I, I want to see, I definitely want to see more out of him. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Luke Goody is big minutes tonight. He's really getting, he's, he's really picking up his minutes and he's making some big shots. Um, not that I'm ready to say he can take over for Grandison. That's, that's obviously a stretch, but I mean, he's, he's, he's making his time worth it in there. I mean, he's doing some things that, you know, when, when this team has enough talent and enough ability to shoot the ball that even when one guy's struggling, there's enough guys that can carry it. Um, but you know, at this point, we're going to have to start seeing a little bit more consistency. Yeah. Uh, if you want to, if you want to hold on to that lead in the Big Ten. Yeah, like you said, the it's going to be tough because you just read off that schedule. I mean, if if Illinois goes three and two through that, you got to be excited, right? Yeah. If Wait, you, what'd you say? If they go if what? Three, three and one, or two and two? If they go two and two. That's what I meant. Because I was including yeah. this Michigan State game in the five game stretch. This four game stretch. Northwestern, Wisconsin, Indiana, and Purdue, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. If you go two and two, because hopefully you beat Northwestern, then if you knock off one of those other three, I think you'll be you'll be happy with that, no? I would, yeah, at this point, especially if we don't know who's going to be playing, who's not going to be playing. Um, I think it's – I think – I think they could win. I think they could eat – I don't want to say easily. I think there are three wins there. I think so, stretch. too. I do too. Um, I think you can beat Wisconsin at home for sure. Um, Yeah. I think you can beat (laughs) Indiana on the road too. Um, Purdue and Lafayette will be a struggle. That will be tough. But uh, all right. I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Um, It's been a lot of fun. Logan's tired. Logan's tired. Logan must be going to bed. 930. 
Not yet. I got to go watch more Full House. Arizona UCLA um, tonight, 11 o'clock. I'm not staying up for that. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, although that would be fun. Uh, all right. Let's shut it down. Uh, all right. We've been doing this for a while. You and I have been chatting. Thank you for every, to everybody that did happen to tune into our live stream. Uh, we'll keep doing these every once in a while. Not every game, but uh, we enjoy it. Just as an opportunity for the two of us to kind of just chat during games and stuff. So we'll keep doing that. So thank you to anybody that did tune into that. Um, keep an eye out for when we do another one of those. Um, and as always, thanks for watching these shows. If you uh, have anything you want to send our way, shoot us a comment, shoot us a tweet, DM, an email, whatever. Uh, follow us at No One Asks Us Pod. He's at Craig W. Choate. I'm at the Logan Lee. We will be back with another version of this show of some degree this weekend, uh, probably after the Northwestern game, during the Northwestern game. We don't really know. We don't have rules. Uh, but we will see you sometime uh, in the near future. For Craig Choke, I'm Logan Lee. We'll see you guys soon. Bye.